Datology Coach Podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Kristen. Hello. Are you excited for the... What a week. What a week. Again. It just, <laughs> yeah, the hits just keep on coming. Are you excited for the inauguration? You know that I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I believe I texted you earlier in the week uh, with a vague threat that should white supremacists fuck this up for us, I will go full John Wick. <laughs> we are having this inauguration, damn it. Yeah, and it we, will be fun and wholesome and adorable. Yes, it will be. I can't. That, that's we haven't had a dog in the White House since um, Obama's dog, right? That's right. And we've we've never had a rescue dog. No. Oh, in the White Major House, Biden. Very excited for that and for the attention that rescue dogs are going to get, and yes. hopefully that you know. Don't get me wrong. ASPCA is wonderful, but they have so much money. You know, they get so many people funding them and donate donating right. to them. If you want to, if you want to support like an animal shelter, go to one of these smaller shelters like New York City Bully Crew, Bully Crew, or uh, um, well, that one teams. probably has plenty of money too now because they had that show, right? Did they? Yeah, I think they had a reality show. Oh God! Anyway, I could be wrong, yeah. but anyway, do do some research. There are plenty of shelters that need money. Is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's so. I cannot tell you these dogs. They save our lives. They just save our lives in so many different ways. They're so great. Yes, they are. We don't deserve um, them, but here they we are. We don't. But here they are, and it, it really is like the, it's just all about us all the time. That's it. That's all they want to do is love us. That's it. Yep. Bumble, Sarah. Yeah, let's talk about the it. The dating app Bumble. <laughs> yeah. Bumble? The, um, so, there's, so all week long, uh, it has been circulating in various forms, the claim that women were luring white supremacists on dating apps. Um, they were changing their status to say conservative so they could be like, oh, tell me more about how you stormed the Capitol. Um, and then turning them over to the FBI. Mm-hmm. And... Subsequent to that, there was a uh, story that came out in Business Insider, and they're not usually the first <laughs> to come out with stories, so I don't know where they got it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the story alleged that Bumble had removed its um, political identifier so that you could no longer say, you know, where where you fell on the political spectrum. But yeah, then, but then you went. We... I thought you were going to jump in. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but then I'm actually trying to. I'm pulling up Twitter and doing a search for Bumble. Oh, okay. Let's see. Women on Bumble luring men to send them riot pics, then sending those to the FBI is the best pandemic dating story yet. Uh, and Bumble it is removed, a good story. Bumble removed its political filter after people used it uh, to lure conservatives. Da 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 da. Here's the thing. So the dating app Bumble temporarily sus- temporarily suspended its political filter in the U.S. after multiple people tweeted about using it to find conservatives. Oh, so January it did se- temporarily do that? Yes. On January 7th, a day after the pro-Trump riot, uh, a woman in D.C. tweeted, there are dozens of men on D.C. dating apps right now who are clearly, who are clearly here for the insurrection attempt. Hmm. Some say it directly. Others are obvious from MAGA clothing, location tags, etc. Is that info useful at all for law enforcement? Here's my question. Have we seen any screen, ca- like screen no, grabs of any of these profiles? Mm-mm. Okay. That right there, that to me says 
this is something that got blown up, but that there was no like tangible proof of happening. Right. I would be interested to see some proof. I mean, I, I hope it happened. <laughs> um, and moreover, I am a little disappointed to learn that Bumble responded that way, even if it was only temporary. Because what the fuck, Bumble? Yeah, if yeah, and I think they probably only did it maybe for the last couple of days, and maybe they re- maybe they returned it or brought it back because I updated the app this right before we got on, mm-hmm. and the political filter is still there, right? So, right. but I mean, temper even re- removing it even temporarily, I mean, had the effect ultimately of just sheltering white supremacists from accountability. So again, I say, what the fuck, Bumble? Yeah. Like, Bumble, what are you thinking here? Norris's tweet was liked more than 27,000 times as of Friday morning with John Cipher, a former CIA, CIA spy, spy commenting, well played. Another person responded, get in, girls, we're going hunting. Right. On, two, on Thursday, Bumble users started to notice the political identification filter had been removed from the dating app. Oh, hold on. The company responded by saying it had been temporarily taken away to prevent misuse adding that it had already removed any users that have been confirmed as participants in the attack of the U S Capitol. And, and, and how is that? How, uh, how now? have they confirmed it? <laughs> how would you do that? Right. What, what now? Uh huh. And here's, yeah. And here's the tweet. It definitely tells me Bumble is protecting insurrectionists, which is a gross look. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like, it yeah, looks I like I broke I don't Bumble. like it. Because um, what must it mean if they're claiming that they've already, oh, we've already taken care of it. That must mean that they have way more data <laughs> on all of us than, oh, I, I'm not on it, but you. <laughs> they have way more data than. Uh, I'm not, I don't use it. I use it for my clients. Uh, it looks like, yeah, but also I can remember writing about Bumble when it first hit. And I remember uh, seeing photos of their staff, and boy, oh boy, was it white, like okay. all white. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And that, but that was like four years ago, five years ago. I always had, and I remember saying there weren't a lot of black people on Bumble. Oh, hmm. I lived in New York City. Uh huh. Saw very <laughs> few black people. Yeah, and it was like the cast of girls over there on Bumble, huh? <laughs> exactly that's exactly what it was like so i don't know what the story is i i clearly bumble removed the filter for a day or so maybe not a good look not cute no not at all uh no not at all and this is one of those extenuating circumstances where you know I, I like they're trying to play it up like, well, no, this is our policy. If we see any sort of dishonesty on a profile, we're removing the profile. So that's what they do if a guy like lies, lies. Isn't that like, isn't Bumble the one that's always like, no, we remember Bumble's the one that that woman said, oh, I contacted Bumble to see if he was on yeah, there right. because he's cheating. And, you know, she basically harassed them. Yeah. And then they were like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. We took him down by. Right. <laughs> Uh, like isn't Bumble that app that because it's supposed to be so women friendly that they're always taking down profiles when women report them as being frauds or fakes or whatever? Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I mean, I they do present themselves that way. Yes, I do. So, like, but I can Bumble, see them saying, "Listen to your audience. We are telling yeah, listen, you, 
<laughs> yeah. We want you to show us the white supremacists. Yeah, I just, something about this whole claim doesn't sit well with me. I mean, even on TikTok, even on TikTok, yeah. I haven't seen one person be like, oh, and this is so-and-so, and look, it's a picture of him at the at the MAGA, at the riot. Right. I mean, I have seen screenshots of people turning in family members. I've seen a lot of those. Oh, I've seen that, too. Right. Um, and so those, too. I mean, that, that seems uh, much more verifiable. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I have to agree. If this was happening on dating sites, I believe people would have kept receipts. We'd, um, we'd be seeing more of it. But the, you know, the bigger problem, though, I think, is that um, Bumble did that. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> is the you, overarching Bumble. problem. And But Bumble Bumble has always been, I've, I've always said this, that was always my gut feeling. It was, it was too white for my taste. It just didn't seem very um, diverse in any way. Mm-hmm. I just always got a, like, a bro vibe from the guys on it. Yeah. I'm gonna... I mean, it's not up to me, but maybe don't use Bumble. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, like, Bumble was the one that I always recommended. Mm. But, you know, and I'm gonna keep saying this. People keep, like, saying Tinder, the, oh, it's a hookup this. To, you yeah. know what, though? We briefly talked about this last week cognitive burden where too much information is likely going to get you get someone to swipe um okay. swipe left yeah <laughs> yeah with tinder you can write a bio and you don't have all the basic stats to fill out and you don't have the prompts right and it just there's because let's be honest people are reading dating profiles now not to determine compatibility but to determine douchebaggery right I mean that's like certainly one of the first filters. Right? Yeah. It's it's we're not we're not really reading to see if they're compatible. We're reading to see w- where the red flags. That's what yeah. people are looking for. First and for foremost, now. are you trash? Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's number 1. <laughs> yeah, they'll have like a little trash uh, emoji. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, guys, maybe uh maybe try Tinder. Just yeah. as an experiment. Yeah. Try Tinder. Because it, it requires less information. And if there's less information, there's less for people to, you know, there's less, you're, you're going to be filtered out less frequently. And I, I do think that there's less reasons for people to reject you if you have less information in your profile. Well, as another fun experiment, maybe maybe contact Bumble and tell them that you think this is uncool and you're not down with white supremacy. Right. That too. Okay. So we have... Another set of questions that is, they they have a general theme. Yeah. <laughs> they have a general theme. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to read the first one. Okay. Hold on. And the subject line is, sex after a divorce. And the message is, so I'm divorcing. I don't want anything serious, but I do want a physical relationship. So far, I've met one guy I find hot and safe to maybe have the physical thing I'm looking for. We messaged longer convos at first, even sexted a bit. But when we made plans to hang out alone, he didn't make one single move, not a kiss or anything other than a super sweet hug when I left for the night. Same thing on the second hangout. We cuddled watching a movie, but then he mentioned how late it was and I left. Again, we are super casual. There has not been a lot of texting. He doesn't like to text. But when he when we hang out, it's such a great time, which is great because I need that connection. 
never ending conversations, laughter, and again, no moves. I want it to escalate, but I suck at making the first move. My major question is how do I not get attached since I'm enjoying his company more than expected? And second, why has he not made any moves? I'm over here thinking that if he initiated a sexual talk prior to hanging out alone, he would have already made a move. Help. Okay, so I have I have thoughts on this one. Yes. <laughs> I did too. They're a little retro. That's good. Mine are going to be a little bit of a throwback. Oh boy. Okay. So I suspect uh-huh. that when you hang out with somebody a couple of times, once or twice, and they show no interest in escalating to physical intimacy, whether it's holding hands or kissing or sex or whatever it is. Yeah. I tend to think that that's not a good sign, especially like in this case where they've already, they've already opened the doors. Yes. They have already sexted a bit. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if that's already sort of on the table and when you meet in person, there's no escalation. My guess is one of two things. One there's no physical chemistry on his end. Mm-hmm. Two, he is currently involved with somebody else and just sort of feeling his way around to see if there's any other options out there as he contemplates breaking up with his significant other. Mm. Yeah. And so doesn't want to have actual sex because he doesn't consider sexting cheating, but you know, sex is cheating. Sure. Okay. The the lesser the less likely is uh, there's like a sexual issue going on, maybe eat, uh, erectile dysfunction. He could have a body image issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, something's yeah. not right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my yeah. Remember that book? He's just not that into you. <laughs> Based on I do. The, the classic Sex in the City episode mm-hmm. uh, where Jack Berger told Miranda, he's just not that into you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you... I, basically just just what you said right if you've already opened the door um via sexting which you have and it's not progressing i think at, you know it's re- like it's reasonable um to give it two dates right i think if he you know had been too aggressive on the first date and like really gone for it that's not a great sign either um but yeah it's not it seems like it's not going anywhere at this point yeah, I, I especially just because <laughs> you went to his house and he said it was late. Yeah, did he like do the fake yawn too? Yeah, oh, it's getting <sighs> late. <sighs> did he tap his watch? Right, look at that. Gotta I mean, go. and clearly that was that was a cue to leave, right? Which you did. So, um, good, good job. You picked up on that cue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if he if he wanted to be. Um, having sex he he would be heading in that direction yes people who like to have sex have sex at the very least they show interest in having sex right this person's not showing any interest in having sex which means they're probably not not interested in it but let's let's attend to the other question which is the bigger question which is how do i not get attached if you are even contemplating that you do not belong in a casual situation well right yeah you know once you start thinking that it's over yeah like once you're attached you're attached there's no not being attached right but that's not indicative that there's like that that's something about you that you need to fix there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that right right it's not a flaw it's not like a a critical flaw of yours you just need 
know that about yourself. <laughs> yes. That that's if you something. are that type of person, there is no way to not get attached. Yeah. You really do have to, you, there needs to be some self-awareness there and you really need to know what your limitations are. Uh, you know, it's very easy to say, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be Samantha Jones and I'm going to have sex like a man. Oh, we didn't talk about that. We will talk about that okay. before the show ends. <laughs> um, you know, everybody wants to be that sexually liberal. Oh, I can totally have sex like a man thing. Mm -hmm. Sex like a man isn't necessarily mean, doesn't mean uh, sex without feelings. Uh, it's It's not even, I don't even think it's a thing. I don't even think that sex like a man isn't even a, I don't even think it's I don't, a thing anymore. Yeah, I don't really hear people saying that anymore. Yeah, it's it's really not. So it's great that it's understandable. You want that physical component. You want that physical connection. You know, you, you're craving it after your divorce. You might want to stick to just building friendships with, with dudes. If you know you get attached after sex... I don't think that casual sex is for you and that's okay. Casual sex isn't for everybody and it's not, doesn't make you like lesser or less of a woman or less of anything. It's not something I can do at this point in my life. Well, I, I also think there's, there's, uh, there's a whole spectrum here of seriousness, right? Like mm -hmm. you can, it's okay to want a steady, but not serious relationship. And I don't think yes. that's the same as casual sex. Right. Right. Because casual sex implies no steadiness, right? It's just kind of like sporadic. Breezy. Yeah. Casual sex is breezy. Definitely breezy. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can you can have like a, a semi-regular, uh, even monogamous arrangement with somebody, but still have it not be serious, right? It's not right. serious until you both agree that it is. Yeah. But this guy just seems like he's kind of kind of ready to move on. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's he's really interested in taking the taking this to another level and i really want to point out because this is this is a question i get all the time on tiktok and people are like well how do you know how do you know if they're not toxic and how do you know if they're not a narcissist and how do you know how do you know how do you know yeah. here's how you know and it's really i think the definitive the, the definitive way to know okay it's easy and I don't mean easy without effort or effortless, meaning there's none of this. There's no analysis. There's no anxiety. Mm, there's, there's no, no analyzing mixed messages. Right. There's no apprehension. There's none of the A words. Mm. <laughs> it's just easy. Yeah. You know, they, they follow through. What they say they're going to do, they're consistent. They show up. Yeah. They're attuned. They're accountable. Doesn't cause word. you increased anxiety. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like you just you don't. You know there there's there's that natural level of nervousness sure. when you've just started dating somebody. Yes. Like oh, are they going to blow me off? Are they going to? That's natural. But once this person starts showing you that they're consistent, right. All of this should go out the window. Yes. You know, there should not That's be any question. Yeah. You know, so it, it this just doesn't sound like the right situation for you. It does not. It does not. It sounds like it is increasing anxiety. Right. So I would probably just accept that, you know, maybe you're just going to be friends. 
Yeah, this isn't this isn't it. Next letter. Yeah. Related. Related. How long is too long to wait for a man to show affection or romantic interest beyond friendship? He keeps asking me out. We have been on five dates, but he hasn't said anything about physical attraction, hasn't held my hand, kissed me. It feels like hanging out with a friend. Also, we go a month in between dates. I get the feeling that this isn't dating. This is a this is somebody who Yeah, this is someone who just wants the wants companionship. It sounds like it. You know it well, for me it's about the length of time, right? So yeah, if you've been on five dates uh in rapid succession and you weren't uh physical yet, I wouldn't I I mean I, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that. I don't think it's the norm. Um, but I don't think there's it's cause for alarm. But the fact that there's a month in between, um, like seeing each other in person, I think that that's an indication that, yeah, this is this is not you're not you're not going on dates. I don't think. Yeah, I think this is just you and a guy hanging out, being friends, and he, he's definitely somebody who doesn't want a relationship. <laughs> if he wanted a relationship, he'd be seeing you more. Why don't why we see we don't we don't know why they only see each other once a month do they does he live in another state what's well, going true. on yeah i but, mean i'm kind of a fan too of like if you if you think this is wrong right and you think like oh well we must have been on five dates because for instance he's paid every time like i think after five whatever <laughs> go ahead and ask yeah there's that fear of Oh, if I ask what what's going to happen, and am I going to rock the boat? And it's so much better knowing is so much better than not knowing, right? You Plus know, it's, no, it's not like <laughs> it's it's an irrational fear, right? Because it's he's he's acting of his own free will. You're, it's not like you're going to trick him into being your boyfriend. It's right. not like that he's going to fall into that role without noticing. Like if that right. happens, it's deliberate. So don't. You don't need to be afraid to ask. Right. Right. Yeah. This sounds like another one where it's it's not what you think it is. Just because you're spending time with a man that you happen to be attracted to it doesn't mean that you're dating. It doesn't. I mean, but you might be. Um, it, he might just be taking it extremely slow. And again, like if you are only seeing each other once a month because you don't live close together or something like that. I mean, ask. <laughs> Just right. go ahead and ask. Just go ahead and ask. Okay. The next question, subject line, do I dumb myself down? I keep on getting messages like, your brain works faster than I can type. You are too smart. How do you know all this? Have we met before? How do you know this about me? Or after we meet a few times, yeah, 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 I knew you would know this, etc. I'm a bit, I'm a bit intuitive and immediately know a scammer or a player, so I let them go. I immediately know when someone isn't over an ex or is stewing, or I know when they have substance abuse drinking problems. I can spot a narc a million miles away. I understand character styles, programs that we have, and see trauma in their eyes. I can read their pics and know who they are. How do I write my profile so that all these people aren't in my stream? What do I say in my profile to stop the matches that aren't wanted? I don't think people read profiles, really. Am I beyond help? Is there a website that lists scammers? I can add like 20 people per day. I report them, but nobody does anything. Mm. Hmm. Okay. 
it seems so, like we got a, a lot of questions. <laughs> in this a lot one. of questions in here. Um, so, can we first uh, tell people though that uh, <laughs> narc doesn't mean what it used to mean? <laughs> yeah, narc these days means narcissist. Yeah, I wow, what a time not, we're living in. Right, not Johnny Depp uh, <laughs> in a show from the eighties where he played a undercover police officer at a high school. Oh, did he do that? I thought you were yes, talking about did. the movie Donnie 21 Brasco. Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. I, I haven't seen it. I thought uh, you were talking about um, Don, uh, Donnie Brasco. Is that it? Where he's, no, that's... He's yeah, he's playing an undercover mobster there. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway. It's not <laughs> that. Informant for the cops. Yeah, he's playing... He's an undercover cop. Yeah. Um. So, this kind of... This, this kind of touches close to home for me. Okay. Because... I I get what she's saying here. Okay. She's saying I read people exceptionally well, and uh, you know I I get I still keep meeting. Why can't I meet all anybody that isn't this 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 or this or why do these guys mm. keep saying these things to me? Yeah. And do I do I need to be less intelligent? No, never. You do, however, need to learn to self edit. Okay. Because if they're saying things to you like, yeah, 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 I know you would know that, that, that sounds like they're, they're actually being a little annoyed. Uh, or if they're saying, you know, oh, if they're joking, how do you know that? Have we met before? Ha ha. They're responding to something you're saying. Hmm. Um, you don't have to call out everybody. You don't have to call out every bit of toxic behavior every time you see it. You don't need to call out the bullshit all the time. Because frankly, people like that are exhausting. Yeah. Well, toxicity, I think, is different from bullshit. Um, and I think you're right to point out that, like, you don't need to call it out because you can just move Leave. on. Leave. Right? Yeah, move exactly. On. Um, but I do think it it warrants a response that bullshit doesn't. Like, I mean, part of small talk is is bullshitting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I, by which I don't mean lying. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, just just kind of you know making casual conversation about um, things that are common knowledge. So if someone brings up something that's common knowledge. I mean, I think the polite thing is to go along with the conversation and contribute to it without being like, "Oh, I already know that." Let's no, she's saying else. that other people are saying it to her. Well, right? Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm I'm saying like. It's okay if you already know that. <laughs> you can just continue the conversation rather than saying, oh, I already know that. If you already know that, you know, contribute some additional information. Yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't have to point it out don't, and make them uncomfortable or embarrass them. Right. I mean, I you think know? it's different if, you, if men are like talking down to you, but it doesn't sound like that's what's happening. No, what it sounds like it's happening here is... And I see these, I see these accounts on TikTok all the time and they're like, I'm scamming the scammer. You know what, man? Could you not do that? Could you not do that? Because just by engaging them, what are you doing? Yeah, just kill the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, you know, I, I just, I totally knew it was a scammer. I just wanted to see how far it was going to go. No, right. you, that, that's not true. Well, I think they're doing it for the TikTok content, right? Well, they're doing it for the content, but I also think people do it because they want to believe they're real and they're hoping they can somehow prove themselves worthy that they're, these people mm. are real. Mm. Yeah. Well, there, there may be a bit of that. Yeah. You know, like stop engaging. Don't engage these people. You know why? Keep them on the app so that you can report them 
block them. Just don't engage these people. Well, okay, so there's also, I think, an equivalency being made within this letter between scammer and player. And I think those are two different things. Yes, scammer is a, someone who's pretending to be a completely different person than they are. Right, generally to extract money from you. <laughs> yes, uh, and a player is just someone who's looking to get over on you. Right. But you know what? Here's the thing. If you're constantly on the lookout for shit like this, you're constantly going to find it. Sure. Well, and it, I mean, <laughs> it's they're out there. There's plenty of both. But... um. I I guess what I'm saying is like if it feels um not helpful to be like oh if you're looking for it you'll find it because I think that downplays the reality that there are lots of of scammers and players. So the question I think is like how do you um how do you tolerate a little bit of bullshit because that's kind of what dating entails. Well, no, versus- th- that's also the answer to one of her questions of how do I keep these people out of my stream? Oh, you and, cannot. <laughs> well, no, you can't keep the player, the scammers away. They're just everywhere. There's right. nothing you can do except, you know, make sure you're not making making yourself vulnerable in your profile by admitting things about money or about being recently widowed or just right. being talking like about anything sensitive or that would make you too vulnerable to these people. But, I would and, even and that, say if you have anything in your profile about men in uniform, take that out because scammers often like to pretend they're in the military. Right. Right. Exactly. Like there's, there are things that you can take out, but my point that I'm making is if you're constantly encountering these people, there needs to be some course correction here. Okay. Because yes, I believe that absolutely everyone's going to encounter these people here and there, but if it's constant, what's going on here? Well, it seems like, again, it seems like there's a couple different issues. So we've we've got scammers and players, but we've also got people telling her, like, uh, oh, I knew you would know this already, or how do you know all this? You're too smart. Those are those are all different different things. Okay. I think we're coming at this from two very different places. Okay. See, I'm coming at this from somebody who has experienced this and she's saying, you know, I'm so intuitive that I can just read someone a mile away. You, you know me, I am like that. Okay. I am like that. Um, but, but you don't call everyone out on it. I don't call everybody out. I usually just let them hang themselves. I used to call them out all the time because (laughs) it felt good. Yeah. But you know what? That just comes off so brash and obnoxious well, it's kind of a waste of your time, too. It's a know? waste of your time. It's a waste of your energy. And as much, it, it just, it, it's, you have to ask yourself, like, why do you keep, but why do you keep seeing this? You know, yeah. what's that? What's that? It's the, it's the Nietzsche quote again, you know, staring into the, <laughs> stare, what is that Nietzsche quote? Can oh, you Google? when you, uh, when you stare into the void, the void also stares back at you. Or the abyss, <laughs> the abyss stares back at you. Like if that's what you, all you see everywhere, that is all you're going to see. Sure. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I think you don't have to dumb yourself down. You have to self-edit. You don't have to call everybody out. And if you're so good at reading people, well, then fuck it. Just don't respond to them. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, just, okay, if they come up in your stream, oh, I can read their profile. I can tell them mile away what they are. Great. Ignore them. Block. Delete. Don't swipe. Whatever you got to do. Why are you, you don't have to engage them. No one's forcing you to engage these people. Right. I mean, I think the, the question is, um, is a little bit of a diversion because the question, do I dumb myself down, is not really... It's not right. really the question that needs to be answered. It's not <laughs> if the someone if someone answered. tells you on a dating site your brain works faster than I can type, that's not a compliment. It's not. That's it's them like acknowledging you're... that you've called them out on something. Well, yes, exactly. Like you're you're making assumptions before I can even really give you an answer. You're like you're asking questions and making assumptions before I can give you an answer. Or yeah, you're you're reading into things that I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, before I can give you added context could be yeah yeah that's what this is saying like she thinks i'm just so highly fiercely intelligent yeah that and and remember there's intelligence there's like social intelligence and there's emotional intelligence or or what's the word that would describe someone like you someone like me yeah well you're intelligent but what kind of intelligence (laughs) i don't know what you're getting at i'm sorry she's conflating intelligence as in uh, learning and like oh and like being intuitive being in and being intuitive okay. that's what she's conflating right. there's two there's different kinds of intelligence sure. and your your this sort of social and emotional intelligence is not the same as being highly educated right she's well, conflating the two yeah well it sounds like men are kind of doing that too right if are they're they? responding to her by saying you're too smart mm. Because uh, when men are telling her you're too smart, I mean, I I don't think she's like asking them like, oh, what do you, what do you think of Marcel Proust? Like, I don't think that's the conversation <laughs> they're having. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> um, but again, I mean, it sounds like they're they're responding to being or called to out. feeling called out. On right. Something. Yeah. Right. That's what she's doing. She's calling everybody out every time she sees it instead right. of just saying, nope, and, and nexting these guys. Yeah. So it's Yeah. Not- so unfortunately, there's no way to get them out of your stream. Uh, and I don't think there's really a way to get them off of the apps either. There used to be a site called Don't Date Him Girl, but I, I believe that that got taken down. <laughs> I believe she got sued. Exactly. Yeah. She got sued, I think, by an ex-partner. She got sued by somebody who was written about on the site. Ah, yes. Yeah. I thought you sued. meant a partner in the site, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately it's, it's defamatory to compile, yeah. <laughs> um, to compile lists of people who are scammers, players, whatever. So yeah, they're just was, out I, there, man. Sorry. Yeah. I saw someone, someone did an ad for a, new dating app called iris okay. and i guess there's some sort of rating system oh i don't care for that that's very black mirror yeah that that's that's uh that's never gonna go well and you should never have any kind of rating system like oh they ghosted or i i don't know the full i just know they have a rating mm. system mm. avoid that like the plague social because, currency yeah you come yeah. across one whiny man baby or one woman who's just completely burnt out and they're going to just destroy your experience on the app. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's, um, I don't think that's the app for me. <laughs> no, not, for, no, not for me, girl. Uh, so yeah, you need to stop seeing yourself. 
I'm trying to, I guess I'm stumbling over this because I really just want to kind of want to come out with it. They're trying to, in a nice way, tell you, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, why don't you take a step? Why don't you dial it back to four? But see, you're, you, you think they're complimenting you. It's like the whole intimidating thing. And again, I will say it's never a fucking compliment. It's not not a compliment. (laughs) Not from a man. Never. <laughs> if not from anybody. Even your female friends, when they're like, oh, maybe they're intimidated by you. That's that's another way to just say, mm, maybe they find you really unpleasant, really really unlikable, really uncomfortable, whatever. In any case, these little responses, these aren't guys complimenting you. These are guys in a nice way trying to tell you you're kind of being obnoxious. Yeah. So, I, I mean, take that for what, you know, take that – for what it is. And, and I, I'm sorry to be harsh. I think I'm probably projecting a little bit because I'm, I'm hearing so much of myself and I get, I'm so frustrated with myself for like having been that way. But yeah, none of this, this isn't about you being like some super sleuth and, and guys right. just being intimidated by it. That's not it. Yeah. It's, I think it's, I think what's, it sounds like it's, is happening is um, you're, you're closing doors that have like, just been open right (laughs) right you're calling people out you're shutting down possibilities i mean which is not to say that there aren't scammers players time wasters on Mm -hmm. the apps there certainly Mm -hmm. are but like if if you detect the slightest whiff of bullshit and immediately call it out i mean you're you're gonna eliminate actual possibilities because unfortunately bullshit is small talk small talk is dating bullshit's not the same as lying (laughs) yeah right but i mean people just misfire all the time on these apps because you know you think you're being funny and jokey haha and like sometimes it comes off as toxic but like you don't really know that they're toxic yet right just because the joke misfire right so that's what i think is happening but i do know that like hearing oh your brain works faster than mine or you're too smart um, is probably not a compliment. <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably not a compliment. So, yeah. Because it's the word too, right? You're too smart. Yeah, you're, you're too smart. You're too... Mm. Have we met before? How do you know this about me? Yeah, they're kind of joking. Yeah, they're, you're, you're too smart. I think it would be really helpful to get um, some screenshots. Yeah, I'd love to see <laughs> conversation. See the conversation because it's it's hard to know like where exactly things are going south, <laughs> but they definitely are. And I mean, it's a it's a generalization to be like something something obnoxious is happening here, yeah. or something off putting is happening in conversation. Um, and it's it's also not terribly helpful to hear like you know just strike a balance between calling people out and being open to possibility Mm -hmm. like that's we're not identifying where the line is so if you want to send us some screenshots that'd be super you could follow that'd be super yeah okay next question do you have any questions up in front of you um i didn't but i can i can quickly get some because we have a bunch uh here's one about 
the man who commits too fast. <laughs> okay. You want to sure. do that one? <laughs> Hello. Hello. I saw your TikTok called Beware the Man That Commits Too mm-hmm. Soon. I met a man online a month ago, and he is just like you described, already wants to be my boyfriend, meet my mom, always available, always eager. He is successful and 40 and says he's been divorced for three years, but she's still around because they have two kids together. How do I know if this is love bombing? Is there a way to know before it stops or before the abuse starts? He's shown some controlling behavior, and it seems too good to be true, but that doesn't feel like enough of a reason to assume he's a narcissist yet. I feel like you answered your own question here. I kind of feel the same way. Like he's shown signs of being controlling. He's and let me stop you right there. (laughs) Yeah, let me stop you right there. (laughs) Let's stop this relationship right there. That's all we need to know. (laughs) That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's your answer. Remember what we just said mere minutes ago. It should never feel that way in the first right. If he's controlling, that is abuse. You don't have to wait until you have bruises right. to believe that he's abusive right. exactly so you've you've answered the question you know I, I, i've been getting that all week how do i know how do i know how do i know and you know like we said earlier if it if it just feels too much like too much work too stressful if you're constantly going through a range of emotions you know yeah. that one if like if you're cycling through emotions at, at a clip with somebody that's a bad sign Mm, it you sure know, if is. you go from being yeah. super anxious, am I going to hear from them? And then you hear from them and you're euphoric. You right. know, we're talking, it's it's everything dialed up to 11. Can we take a, a brief side quest here and talk about quote unquote crazy sex? Oh, okay, sure. So people uh, a couple years ago at least i don't know if this is still floating around but a couple years ago uh men in particular who dated women used to say like oh it's the crazy ones that always are the best sex and um i don't know if that is still (sighs) circulating do you have the sense that that's still something people think uh i believe that it now goes both ways Okay, so then I will comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> and and here's what I think. I think that uh, quote-unquote crazy sex is the best sex because typically it is coinciding with a relationship where one person is very withholding and the only affection you get is mm-hmm. sex. And that's what makes it so gratifying. Ooh, great insight. That's a great... That's my That's theory. fantastic. <laughs> Um, but back to this guy. <laughs> back to um, this douchebag. <laughs> you can, you know, you can try to, if you feel like this has promise and it's very early still, so it's only a month. Um, I don't love that you're describing him as controlling, but if you want to give him a super fair shot, you could say like, this is moving a little quickly for me. Yeah. Uh, I need to let, I, I need you to let me set the pace. Yeah, that, that's you're moving really the, if you want to know. If you're having trouble discerning between is this a healthy or unhealthy situation, set a boundary and see what yeah. they do. Because right. somebody who's unhealthy, okay, someone who's toxic, they're going to get very agitated that you dare uh, yep. take that control, <laughs> that you have anything going on in your life outside of them that doesn't involve them. Yes. Right. Because the correct response to someone telling you like, 
this doesn't feel good is like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's the correct response. Right. Oh, I, you know, I'm sorry. Please let me know. Like, let's keep talking about this. That's the correct response. Right. But if he responds to you saying, let's pump the brakes <laughs> or let me set the pace uh, with anger. Yes. Nah. Nah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not going to yeah, happen. Something else to look out for is if, let's say you do have some sort of conflict and conflict happens, but if they turn it around on you, you know, if you hadn't done right. X, Y, Z, then we would yes. be, everything would be fine. And they try to make you feel bad for right. the, the turn that the relationship has taken. Well, if you hadn't yeah, done this. Anger, defensiveness, or putting you on the defense. Right. All, all in the no column. Big, big hard <laughs> It's no. a no it's for a me. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Too pitchy. Too pitchy. <laughs> Uh, okay. Do you, do you have a, do you have, oh, I have one. Okay. All right. So I listen and understand that you're okay with someone being friends with their ex, but how far do you take that? For example, I dated a man who would regularly spend the night with his ex-wife. They have no biological children, but there is an eight-year-old child that is hers that he raised. I found this to be off-putting and requested him not to spend the night. To me, friends are someone you have an emotional connection with, but not a sexual one, and an ex is someone I had a sexual relationship with. That's an acquaintance. It also was very off-putting that he stated that stopping overnights would change their dynamic, and he doesn't want to do that. To which I responded, if we get married, what are we all three going to share a bed? And why can't you see your child without her? Does does she not trust you to, that you will keep the child safe? Obviously, I, well, not only that, but if they're doing overnights, the kid is asleep. <laughs> right. Um, obviously, I cut off these more than anything. Obviously, I cut it off because more than anything, I don't think this ex, who he describes as his best friend, oh, fucking automatic red flag, even uh -huh. knew I existed. <laughs> Another red flag, especially because he uh -huh. would basically ghost me while with her and then pop up after and say they were spending time together. To me, that's a toxic ex relationship and friendship. Please explain to me your feelings on this. What boundaries do you think exes should have in place? And what does a healthy ex partner relationship look like? Okay. So not like, not like this. this, not like this. <laughs> this is toxic. Um, and divorced dads, they manage to maintain dynamics with their kids uh, all the time. Yeah. And I don't know if he's without if, having sleepovers. Yeah, I don't know if they're referring to the wife. dynamic with his ex wife. But hey, mm -hmm. guess what? The dynamic with your ex-wife is supposed to change when you get a divorce. Yes. So yeah. uh, this guy's clearly still banging his ex-wife. That or he and the ex-wife aren't fully divorced, aren't really sure if they want to be separated, they're, and they're yeah. still living under the same fucking roof in some way. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. You've answered your own yes. question and here. Do I think you can be friends with the next? I've said this. I've said this. Do I think? Yes. Close friends, best friends? No. Yeah. No. It's not the sex that I am I care about. I care about the emotional infidelity. Your right. best friends, you're telling her everything that goes on with us, and I'm not okay with that. No. So, uh, no. Everything about this situation is toxic, and... Yeah. yeah, you were good to break things off. I am begging you not to go back with him because I'm seeing this is another trend I'm seeing in all these letters. These women keep going back to these guys. Don't do it. Right. Because they're going to lie to you. They're going to give you more bullshit. Like it's going to change the dynamic. 
and they're not going to tell you the truth. And then you're going to get so sucked in that it's going to be really, really, really difficult to remove yourself from the situation. Yeah. So no, I'm not okay with this. No, I don't think exes should be best friends. And anybody who tries to justify that, no. Um, I do, however, think exes with kids should prioritize the child over their relationship right. and whether and the, any grudges that they have for each other. The child has to always come first. And yes. hopefully there is a level of mutual regard that while they might not like to spend a lot of time with each other, they can still, I don't know, like tolerate each other without things taking a, a passive aggressive or toxic turn. Yeah, I mean, if you can coexist without animosity, thank that's you for saying it. Ideal. Jesus, I am a mushmouth, and you are not. Coexist okay. without um, animosity. There, yeah. that's what I want. But but um, <laughs> you know that should stop well short of staying. He shouldn't night. be staying the night. That's just weird. <laughs> Super weird. And if you really <laughs> want to talk about you know changing the dynamic, um, eventually you're gonna have like she like this woman said, well, are the three of us gonna sleep in the bed. Eventually, the night dynamic is going to change, and you're just making it worse by continuing to stay over and letting the kid think that think nothing's changed. They clearly right. have not told the little boy that they've split. That could be, yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. a bad situation. He's still very entangled with the ex. Uh-uh. Um, speaking of entangled, oh Ed, and children, <laughs> uh, you want to do the, the other one? Which one? The... So, uh, 23-year-old dating a man who's 35 with two kids. Oh, yeah. Hit me. Okay. So, I'm 23 years old and I'm currently dating a man who's 35 mm -hmm. with two kids. <laughs> from, you don't say. From two different mm -hmm. marriages. One is 12. Mm -hmm. Let me stop myself right there. <laughs> okay. You're 23 and one is mm -hmm. 12. Clocked that. Okay. Moving on. The other is four. The guy I'm dating keeps saying he wants us to be in a committed relationship, and he introduces me to all of his friends as his girl. However, the reason I won't commit is because he's still legally married to his wife. He doesn't live with his wife, but part of me is still worried that they may get back together as they're in the process of purchasing a home together. Hang on. Mm -hmm. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> uh, okay. Purchasing a home together so that his wife and kid have somewhere to live. He insists the reason that they're buying a house is because he wants to make sure his wife doesn't take his kid away to another state where her parents live and he doesn't want to miss seeing him grow up. And by purchasing property here, she will have a stable place to live and he'll be able to see his mm -hmm. kid. He always says he'll do whatever it takes to make sure his kids are always in his life and insists that there's nothing romantic going on with his okay. wife. Right now, we're casually dating, and every single time, he wines and dines me, and he has even offered to pay for my gym membership so we can see each other more. What? what? Does he work <laughs> the gym, maybe? I don't understand that, but okay. Uh, should I continue seeing this man? Okay. I, I'm, I think we're coming at this. Nope. Oh, see, I was going to say yes. <laughs> okay. I was going to say yes. Okay. Now, re read the part about the 12-year-old, and you said clocked that. I am 23. <laughs> His kid is 12. Okay. That's not a large age gap. That's eleven years, man. I, I am. Yeah, that's just. I'm just thinking of myself at 23. Would I want to? 
raise a 12 year old well, no okay well that that's not really on the table yet that's not really on the table yet um the kids have a mother of course it's on the table <laughs> um i mean they're only casually dating uh-huh and he wants it to escalate she's the one that's keeping it casual okay um see i i mean you know why i'm um I'm, I'm kind of on his side here <laughs> sure so i i don't well i'm i'm saying i don't think the problem is the wife nope. soon to be ex-wife like i i do understand why he is uh behaving this way i'm i mean i have further questions like why is like why are they buying the home together you know why doesn't because that does entangle them if it's just about keeping the wife there and giving her an incentive to be there i mean i feel like there are other ways of doing that um that establish a financial boundary that he's he's choosing not to establish well, I he wants her on so, the title and the deed yeah probably um but Again, that's that's a that's one choice you could make, <laughs> and it also could be maybe um, she needs like a co-signer. Sure, and that's what I'm saying. I I have further questions about that because there's there there are that raises questions. <laughs> um, but I I feel like the actual, I mean, the reason I'm actually saying no, move on, is the age gap. Yeah, I I mean, I can see that being, I can d- definitely see being concerned by that. Um, you know, I don't think this guy's hiding anything. I don't think he's being dishonest. I don't think he's still in love with his wife. I think he's doing what he can to make sure he stays in his kid's life. So I'm always going to side with a man like that. I just don't, I don't like how he's throwing money at every issue. Like, what's this gym membership? Okay, but what about, what about the, what about the other letter from last week with the Christian Grey dude? Well, <laughs> I liked how he was throwing money at every issue because I had no problem with the letter writer using him. But <laughs> this is, um, I mean, it sounds like both of the people involved are are making an earnest attempt at dating. Right, right. Hold on. But you're also assuming that he's buying her the gym membership when it's very possible he works at the gym. I get the feeling he works at the gym. It says he's offered to pay for my gym membership. Yeah, but unless he gets the gym membership for free. Well, then that wouldn't be the sentence. (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't be, the pay wouldn't be in that sentence. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, it seems like he's, I I don't know. It feels like a bribe to me. It feels, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I think you're you're 23. You've got options. You don't need to tolerate this. True, you don't. She, you, if you were 35 looking for a man with no kids, I think we'd be having a different conversation. But like, no, no, you're 23. You have so many options. Uh, okay. And I think it's I think it's naive to assume that you will never be uh, in a stepmom ish position if he's trying to i mean in your own words get you to commit 
Because if he's involved in his kid's life, you're, I mean, they're going to be around, right? You're going to see mm-hmm. him. Um, and I, I mean, <laughs> I, I remember myself at 23 and I remember myself at 12. And I, listen, if I had a 23-year-old stepmom at 12, I would absolutely try to ruin her life. I would give her so much shit. <laughs> now, his kids might be perfectly lovely. I don't know. I'm just saying, you're 23, man. You don't need to tolerate yeah. this. This is a whole lot of effort. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Dating hurdles. somebody with kids, it's a lot. Especially when the lines... You know, right. a lot of divorces they nowadays, don't. they're not clean. and They're not even really fully divorced because a lot of partners are... There sure aren't. They're sure not. <laughs> they're like living under the same roof or the one partner has to be on the insurance. Like it's, it's very rare that it's a clean break anymore. Right. I just think you could do better than this in terms of like how much effort this is going to require yeah. of you. <laughs> and I think he re- realizes that. And that's why he's trying to bribe you by paying for your gym membership. Yeah, okay. I see that. Yeah. All right. So uh, don't date him, girl. <laughs> I mean, you say yes. I say I mean, no. <laughs> I, I say, you know, stick it out. Why not? I think he's being sincere. You know, he's clearly a decent guy. Yes. At least from the information we right. have. Right. Um, but I just think this, I just think you don't have to tolerate this. Right. You don't have to tolerate it. You, you know, I'm sure you have other, other options as they say. Yeah. So you don't have to tolerate it. If this is someone that you really, really like, I think you should stick it out. Just understand that it's just, it's, it's just going to be difficult. You know, and I think and so. if you're always going to be threatened by the, by the ex-wife, I mean, that's your age. I'm sorry to say that. Right? That's your age. You mean threatened by the 12 year old? No, kid? threatened by the ex wife. Oh. Isn't she like concerned with what's going on? Oh, yeah. She she was questioning like, is he still uh, involved? No, it's not his way to stay in the ex wife's life. It's his way to stay in the kid's no. life. Right. You know, and this is what I mean by like, she's not at her age. She's like, oh, well, like, there's, it makes no sense. Why would why would she do that? And that's because she probably doesn't have a lot of friends who are divorced. Whereas, you know, exactly. with us, <laughs> we have friends who are divorced or we know families or we have came from similar situations. So with the intricacies, we're a little bit more familiar with them. So, right. yeah, this isn't a case of him trying to hold on and get back with his ex-wife. This is just a kid of a guy who wants to hold on to his kids, make sure his, his kids are never, you know, he never, his wife doesn't, ex-wife doesn't get up and move and he can't see his kids regularly. Yeah. My only concern yep. is the, that he feels the need to go to those lengths, says drama, between him and the ex. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, there there you go. I guess we agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is just going to be nothing but drama. Yeah. It, it, it does sound like a lot of drama that you don't necessarily need to deal with. If you want to, if you like them enough and you want to stick it out, don't worry. Or if you like drama. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about him uh going is just still pining for the ex-wife that's not the case but there but there is some pretty clear um drama going on there entanglement as they say now yep yep final thoughts sarah i wouldn't (laughs) no zero out of ten would not do do. (laughs) oh god great letters you guys thank you you're these are getting more challenging and i really like it and i'm thrilled at the response and thank you thank you thank you uh, our, we have relaunched the Patreon. It's patreon.com 
uh, slash datology pod. We have three different tiers. One tier is just going to be, we're going to be writing bonus, bonus advice columns from the letters that come in. The second tier, which is $3 is uh, bonus episodes. And then the mm-hmm. next tier is $5 bonus advice columns and episodes. So content galore content galore yeah we really are it's just it's we we had a nice little burst and i'm excited and uh thank you thank you very much for the letters thank you for tuning in thank you for following on the on the all the things you can follow us on instagram twitter and facebook at datology pod you can follow me on tiktok at datology coach sarah Mm -hmm. you can follow me on twitter if you would like at rye shark rye with a w and i'm on instagram at one sarah g okay guys go to datologycoach.com to submit a letter read the sites loving you all uh have a great night bye yeah shine on you crazy shine diamonds. on you crazy diamonds bye bye <laughs>